welcome to episode 3 of Lexicon. Hopefully everyone can hear me okay, I'm using a new laptop, so there will be no more problems. Hopefully. <laughs> and then it explodes. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, today we are talking about uh, episode 3, Eating Pattern. But first, I am joined by Gareth. Hello. Jonathan. Hello. And Kinsey. Hello. And yeah, so as I said, we were talking about eating pattern today. Um, overall thoughts before we get into it. Slow. <laughs> okay. Slow, methodical, not bad, just slow. Okay. That's my opinion. You may have a new laptop, but I've still got problems with my X key. I'd have I'd have to draw a graph for this episode. Um, okay. Because it's uneven, and uh, I yeah. quite like how the episode starts, um, and I quite like how the episode ends, uh-huh. and I'd quite like to not be on this podcast for the whole middle of the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, um, we start with the almost exactly the same opening sequence that we uh, last time? Mm-hmm. Quite, uh, yeah. Well, these, at least this time, it had a purpose, because there was a huge gap between the second and third episodes. Ah. Oh, was there what, in, in, in airing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I think it was something like... Um, well, at least it, it was a good couple of months... Ah, oh, okay. I assume these four films all kind of came out at the same sort of time. But... No, 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 no. Um, basically, and I'll, and I'll just pick up the uh, date, the actual precise date for you. So bear with me two seconds. Uh, there we go. No, uh, episode one was the 18th of April. Episode two was the 25th of April. Uh, this episode was the 4th of September. Whoa. And that makes you wonder why so here big a gap. Is it not popular? Was it, what, did they start and they think, oh, we can get more ratings if we put it on later in the year? I don't know. And um, and the, uh, so this one was on the 4th of September, and next time around it's actually on the 11th of September. So, so in 1990, Yeah, on 1997. Right. So you must have had like a mid-season break for four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't, we didn't have that long, so yeah, once no. again, we kind of skipped over the intro, I think, because uh, yeah, we'd already seen it. Yeah, uh, and then we start with uh, with almost exactly the identical start as the last episode, actually, with seven ninety on his podium doing his little poem. He's still obsessed. He mm. certainly is. And then we cut down to uh, the bells of the ship, and they are looking for food. Yes. Now, what was my prediction last week? Can people remember? It wasn't about finding food. <laughs> <laughs> I said that meatloaf would be in this episode. Yes. Yeah, you did say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Stanley's first words are meatloaf. <laughs> now, admittedly, Marvin Liede, the, the famous singer from Rocky Horror, is not present in this episode yes. at all. But he does say meatloaf. Surely I get half a point for that. <laughs> I think you get about a quarter of a point for that, actually. <laughs> Do I get a smaller point as Lex is able to give out in terms of food at this point? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> it, it does it does make you wonder why he was suddenly doing this. It's like, surely it's automated. It's you know, it's not until we get later on we realise that it's not automated. No, there's a lot of organic technology. Isn't yeah, there? yeah, yeah. There is. yeah, yeah. But I was really enjoying this. I, I find it very funny that uh, <laughs> Stanley's got this massive menu of food that he quite like, and uh, mm. what he gets in 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 return is in, indescribable, really. Yes. <laughs> and then we uh, then they get uh, a the signal from this planet, and we. First, the uh, Rukahawa. Yeah, Rukahawa. In this advert. That's where I knew him from. It's been bugging me. He asked one of those faces you instantly knew. 
I never knew where it was from. He's been in 107 different kind of films that you would probably describe as being the kind of ones that you'd see on the shelf at uh, Cash Converses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I couldn't put, until you said that, it's like, I, I knew his face from somewhere, and I wanted to say it was from June, because this episode has a very June-like feel about it. Yeah. Probably most famously Blade Runner. Yeah. Yes, that that was the most, that was... When I am DPD, he was like, oh, Blade Runner. I was like, I've not seen Blade Runner in a long time. And in, the, in this opening uh, transmission, I, I found him very funny, and I found the whole idea of uh, the, this, this, this uh, crazed astro trying to uh, almost do a tourist information film for his planet. Yeah. And, and big it up when clearly there's problems going on. Yes. It's like, don't look at the man behind the curtain. It's fine here. <laughs> yes. But I thought it was a little bit clumsy that they sort of said, oh, well, we can't go there yet. And I felt like, well, you're probably going there this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been a false start like we had in the previous episode with that guy in the uh, ch- uh, tube. I suppose it could have been, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't sold on that idea, especially getting Rutger Hur in. Well, that's yeah. true. We set up your star guest. You're gonna to have to bump into him more than just this. This is it. And after two episodes, we've had a star guest kind of in each one, haven't we? So yeah. yeah. Yes, and I bet you're wondering who is the star guest for the next episode, but we're not going to talk about that. Not yet. It's meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a spoiler. <laughs> I like the fact that this planet is called Clagia as well. If I spell, if I pronounce that properly, because. Yeah. Uh, it's it sounds sort of a plausible planet name, but at the same time, not very appealing. No. Yeah. So I'm going to go Clagia, the bountiful, plentiful world. No. <laughs> yes. Anyway, as we said, uh, we got the stress signal. They uh, they chose not to go there, and then um, cut to quite a long time later, and they're still looking for food. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's not. It's only actually some food, and it's not food, is it? No, it's, um... Waste. I wouldn't eat it. No. Although my worst canteen's about as bad, to be honest. <laughs> it's just a toss-up, I'll take the pot noodle over that. <laughs> no, it did not look appetising at all. No, it didn't. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't. So, yeah, so Stanley is getting quite um, infuriated, shall we say. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an easy life, does he? No, he doesn't, no. Not really. And then, um... Then they... they, then they uh, decide to, uh... Go and eat the brains. Again. Mm-hmm. It's yes. getting repetitive. Yes. Yep. Except Stanley has a change of heart. I quite like the fact that the brains were ratting on each other there at that point. Yes. <laughs> trying to stay alive. Yes. Eat him! No, no, eat him! Yes. Self-preservation. Well, yes, obviously. Um, but, yeah, so they... But, as I said, Stanley decides to change his mind and uh, they decide to wake Kai. Can yes. I introduce a new, a, a new catchphrase for the podcast? Yeah, go, go, take it, please. Oh, my God, they killed Kai! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We should really start a Kai's, use that Kai's being killed again. Counts. <laughs> yes. The guy who's already dead died. Yes. Sure that I, didn't, I, I didn't understand in that part. Did did Kai um, die because Stanley didn't know how to use the cryogenic uh, chamber? Or was something else going on? I think so, because he, he says that he's been freeze-dried. So I think yeah. like when we, in the very first episode we saw one of the prisoners hanging up and they sort of said he'd been freeze-dried. So I yeah. think, I think it's, a, I think, yeah, I think it is a reference to the technology breaking down in some yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't Stanley accidentally killing him. It was just the technology. Well, he said at one point that he didn't smash it, but I don't remember seeing who did, so. Gigarata? Gigarata yeah, in the previous so, episode, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, so it's related to her smashing the console. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's continuity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
but they try to, um, but Zev doesn't want to give up, and she tries to electrocute him to wake him up. Yeah, it gives him a bit of and shock. She keeps on going. Yes. You just want to go, it's done, it's over, he's dead, dead. dead. He's yes. dead, dead, dead now. <laughs> he's dead, he's dead, okay? Everybody's dead. Zeb, everybody's dead, okay? <laughs> Because everything dies. Yes. As they uh, tell us several hundred times in this yes. episode. Time but, to die. Indeed, <laughs> but they get interrupted by an asteroid. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, a dying planet or a blown up planet or something. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Zoltron. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Lex is... Uh, Driving on his own, as it were. The ship's got so hungry, it's gone on its own search for food. Yes. Mm. It's got the munchies. Yeah. So it goes off to the garbage world. Yeah. There's one Red, red Wolf reference for some people who might get that. Yeah, there's quite a few already this, this episode. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, they just, so, next, Vans... And it starts to eat the planet. And that was the first one I was like, oh, so it's part organic, part mechanical. Okay, that's... So that explains what that thing was feeding from all the garbage going down the chute the first episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, uh, Zev and Stanley decide... Well, Zev actually decides to, uh... uh to give uh, Kai a proper burial. I quite liked how Kai was falling on them. When yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, I was about to bring that up, yeah. It was, uh, it felt like Weekend at Bernie's, if you've ever yeah. seen that film. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the um, uh, 790s thought of Stan, when he has it, when it's, in, when it's in his eyes and he just pounds Stan's head. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious too. Yes. So uh, we get two takes on Kai's funeral. Yeah. We get Stan's kind of thanks for a couple of things, but you're an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> Eulogy, and then and then we get Zev's. I've I've lost the only nice guy who ever came into my life. Speech. Yeah. And uh, I I thought that was some of the best acting that she's done in the show so far. Oh really? Yeah, I, I quite liked it. I mean, we actually got a bit of depth. She, you know, choking up, trying to get the words out, and yeah, uh, I pretty much like the pacing of the episode up to this point. Don't worry, the brakes will be hit soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, we're about twenty minutes into the episode. Yeah, yeah, it's about twenty minutes in. Yeah. But it's it's quite nice hanging out with them on the ship and seeing their day to day and the struggles they're facing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm pretty, I was pretty sure that Kai was going to come back in some way, but I was, the length of which they went to sort of show he wasn't reviving and then burying him, I was kind of like, okay, it's probably going to be a twist, but it was, it was well done, I thought. Mm. I thought that was it, that's that character out of the series? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was doubting, you know, because I, I obviously haven't looked ahead, so I don't know what happened, so, but, uh. At that point, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, without spoilers, though, but based on some things that happen in later episodes, I, I really don't think Kai is that easy to kill. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's they they, um, they bury him, and um, Zav spots a shadow moving around, and has done them the moth in the nearby building. Well, first of all, he hits on her again, doesn't he? Yeah. That doesn't get anywhere again. Yes. <laughs> I quite liked how he was going, like, Stan and Zeph, Zeph and Stan, and then Seven Knight was going, and a robot head! head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you've got Stan wanting to blow the planet up, and you've got Zeph wanting to go off and, and, and search for the plot. And uh, Yes. This is the point where my will to live starts to wane. Oh, okay. 
Oh, well, I do love the bit when the Seven-Nineteen's Zev are sneaking around and she shows up Seven-Nineteen's head. Can you see anything? So, uh, so we've got, uh, Seven-Nineteen so Zev just walking around and bend the building. So we've got, uh, Seven-Nineteen Zev walking around the building and they find some food. And Seven-Nineteen says, uh, I can hear something. And uh, they... So uh, Zev takes all the food that they've got and goes further into the building and narrowly avoids being kept, oh sorry, being seen. Hello? Yeah, yeah I, I'm I thought, still here. I it's just the, the episode's so slow. Oh, yeah. okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought the robot head was a little bit loud considering they didn't want to be seen. Yes. And so uh, we've got, so we've got Zev, 790 and the food. And Zev gets attacked uh, by a um, by a random uh, bit of foliage, and Stan is outside, screaming at them, saying that he's going to fly off any minute. And he's right. Yes. So what the planet up, basically? Yes. <laughs> so I've got no sympathy for Zev at this point. No. This is one of the few occasions that we've seen so far that Stanley is actually ro- properly right, and not just a coward. Except they did need food, though. That's that, that's true, but they could have stayed on the ship though while the ship was eating. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, true. Yeah. I mean, like like any episode, if they don't do the things they do, they wouldn't be a plot. But uh, yeah, it's just 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 as a viewer uh, during this middle section. I, I mean, if it wasn't for having to do a podcast, I would have switched off because I, <coughs> I just didn't care in any of it, which makes it slightly hard to really sort of talk about it point by point myself personally. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how you felt, Gareth, but you were saying that uh, you found it a slow episode, so it sounds like you're in some sort of agreement with me on it. So, as it, um, so then it decides to act was um, was going to fly off, and actually does fly off, but then almost immediately, and walks in after them. And sees this random guy uh, cutting up legs. Hmm. And I thought, oh, here we go. We're going to go all cannibal, are we? Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's missing, and he's missing a leg himself. Mm-hmm. What is it with this show and wanting to hack off limbs? I mean, we had people chopping off limbs and bits on the first episode. We've got yep. this episode now wanting yep. to hack off limbs. We had Jigarata in episode two. What's the episode four? Yes. And don't we, don't we, I mean, it's later on in the show, but doesn't Kai lose his head again in this one? Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. It's getting a bit repetitive, really. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, apparently Stanley is clean. Yeah, which makes him makes me wonder if there's like some sort of virus or illness going around, like the Black Death going around. Obviously, we find out what that means later yeah. on. But... Yeah, yeah. But uh, Stanley is rescued by Wisp. He's quite nice. I would say he's that. Quite, yes, he's quite a young, early twenties. Quite an attractive thing. Big girl now. And I wanted, I actually. <laughs> I was watching this, and I wanted to, actually I wanted because she sounds to me like she's overdubbed. Mm-hmm. So I went on to so I went on to Google Video, and to try to, to actually see if I could find a, a video of her, see if she was indeed overdubbed because I know she's German. And this is the links I found on the very first page of Google Video. Um. You porn links, <laughs> just porno links. Uh, a YouTube what? video, a YouTube video of Doreen Detel and Doreen Jacoby making out. Okay. Yes. Who wants to do the joke this week about where the Channel Five money went? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we yes. So she's a porn actress by trade, or is she being dubbed by a porn actress, or what are you trying to tell us? Um, well, she's, as I said, she's, uh, German. Yeah. Um. So her accent was so fake she had to be dubbed over by a porn actress. Well, no, well, she, uh, she, she's, well, as I said, I was just looking on Google, vid- Google, uh, videos to see if I can actually find, um, 
um, you know, her speaking in English, so I said to find out what her accent was really, really like and see if she's actually, um, uh, you know, speaks in the accent. But regardless, think- regardless of that, I found the character clearly was going to be uh, a menace of some kind. Yeah. And Stan couldn't really see this. And uh, it was just poorly executed, I think. So, yeah. again, I couldn't... I couldn't invest in the show at this point. I was like, yeah, whatever, you're the latest bad guy, you know. Yeah. Well, she, but, she was a decent actress, though. I have yeah. to say that. I didn't think so, Kinsey. Oh, okay. I thought she was playing it kooky, spooky, you know, I'm not clearly not right, there's something going on in my world here, and that might have been right for the role, but uh, I could fall asleep, guys. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll try, the, we'll try the rush through this. We don't want you to just go on the podcast, uh, John. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so they ha- Wisp and, then, and Stanley have a chat, and then uh, Wisp ki- kisses Stan. After trying to find out as as much information as she can out of him, and then he gets really, 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 really doped up, happy. And you're thinking, okay, did he? Did she give him a bit more than what he expected? Did he? Yes. <laughs> Energizes his balls, to say the least. Yes. Obviously, we find out what he is later on, but at this point, yes. it just looks like he's just had too, too much crack. Yeah. I think I think even by sort of the late nineties, when this was being made, it was a cliche to have a a sci-fi show where the characters become possessed and taken over in some way. Mm. And I didn't particularly think that the way that Stanley was performed after he was taken over was particularly entertaining. So oh, okay. You could clearly clearly see a distinction between his normal character and how he was now, but yeah, it didn't give us any real screen thrill to see yeah. him play a different character of any kind. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. You sort of just looked like, oh, I'm possessed. This is how possessed people act. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on, yeah. Uh, so they say, oh, we'll, we'll go and find Zeb and then lose Zeb and then it's off to the next scene. Yeah. I forgot, I've, I've lost where we are now. Okay. Um, uh, Zeb at this point has been captured. And tied up again. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be her lot in life, doesn't it, really, being tied up? Yeah. And then meets creepy old man Snake or Snape, whatever his name was. And I got a very Mad Max vibe from these characters from that point on as they started to appear more of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, and but yeah, it's, uh, they go to uh, so. Uh, Zev captured to go to see uh, what seems to be at this point a private members club, as it were. Mm-hmm. And saying that she, they've got some, um, they found someone who's clean. And converting them into pattern. Yeah, whatever pattern is. Yeah, and I thought, oh, here we go. The episode is called Consuming Pattern, obviously. Yeah. They drink whatever pattern is. Yeah, but um, they don't believe that uh, Sneak has got has a clean person and insists he bring a piece of a body. <coughs> the head. Yeah, as proof. Yeah, that doesn't that mean means she's dead and then yeah. no longer any use because she's not alive anymore. Yes. Um, but. Have we lost Jonathan? Because Jonathan seems to come really quiet. No, I'm here. It's, it's, it's only the plot that's lost. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll, try to get, we'll try to get through here. Already. I've all got all my notes here in front of me. Um, uh, why, why did they get to here? Go ahead. Um, so uh, we we have the festivities next. What do you think of the quote-unquote festivities is this, is this the game they were playing? Or not yeah. 
okay. And the guy on the way. I, the I think, I think, I think it should be called Twister Your Armor. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was just bored of it again because it was like, it was like, oh yeah, we're going to hack someone's limb off. And it was done a little bit differently to how the, the shadow was, you know, ruling the universe and cutting yeah. everybody up in episode one. But, it just felt like, you know, why in your third episode have you run out of ideas, really? Mm. I, mean, I don't know if it's the way that the, the writing was split up between these three guys or whether new writers are involved at any point in, in, in this, but um, it, it, it didn't feel like, you know, they were, they, were, they were mining a massive pool of new, exciting, interesting things, you know. No, no, all, all the television movies were written by these same three writers. Right, okay. So, yeah, it felt like... It felt like a repetition of what they'd already written. Yeah, me. I, I, even though they're in, they are listed in different order in the credits. Whether that means anything, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll give them the credit that uh, it's a consistent universe. Yeah, you, you, you would, you would believe that this planet would exist in the place that's been described up yeah. to this point. It's yeah. just that, it's just that I'm looking for new, new thrills from the episode, I suppose, and I'm not really yeah. getting. Although I did like the quirky character in the background that was blowing bubbles. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was quite a nice way to do something bizarre on a very low budget. <laughs> but, um. Man with a symbol on his head. <laughs> yes. It, it does seem, you could just chanting about the game, the game, the game, the game. It's like, surely by playing the game, you lose the game? Yes. Uh, so yeah, so eventually it stops and one of the looking contestants wins some pattern. Mm. Which is, uh, uh. So we've met Roger Her again by this point, haven't we? Oh yeah, we have, yeah, we have. And he, he's playing, I mean, in, in the films that I've seen him in, not just Blade Runner, but, um, he seems to often sort of play a more macho character and a, a kind of, you know, he's often like the robot cyborg or the bad guy, you know, in, in some kind of forceful way. Uh-huh. And it made, made me wonder how much input he'd had into this character that he's playing against type, really. Um, cause he seemed to sort of be almost dressed a little bit girly and, uh, I mean, I know he's on drugs the same way they all are with this yeah, yeah, yeah. infestation, but yeah, yeah. Uh, he seems to be playing it in a very kooky way. Mm. And some of his dialogue, like when he's calling Stanley uh, Tweedledee or whatever, yeah, uh, it, it felt as if maybe the actor was taking over what had actually been given to him and him putting a few ideas himself. Yeah. It's quite clear that he's supporting the two... Um, Wisp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's like the queen, yeah? Yeah, even though he's supposed to be the ruler of the planet. Right. That might, that, that may have been lost on me, actually, when I was watching it. Yeah. You probably fell asleep. That does, that does, that, that does make sense, though, yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's, well, he's supposed to be the uh, leader, of, but obviously he's not. But he's the big um, guest uh, characters or character actor, as far as I yeah. can see. Yeah, episode. yeah. You know, uh, last podcast I was raving about how much I enjoyed Tim Curry, and, and yeah. this, this 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 week for me it's the exact opposite. Oh, okay. I, I didn't enjoy Rutger Her in anything other than that opening transmission part. It Which is probably seem- why I have such a problem with the middle of this episode. It did seem like oh, this could have been anybody. It just happened to be Rutger Her, and I've said before he has one of those faces you know from somewhere. But- in never quite place where. And I thought he might have been German, but he's uh, Dutch, apparently. So he wasn't cast for the German audience as such, although they may have, you know, they may know him and enjoy his films. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're going to cut one guy open and basically give one guy a quarter of the vial because the vial is running out, the pattern is running out. Yeah. And it seems like the pattern is the only thing that's keeping the worm things in the heads. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so one person wins, one person loses, the person loses has a, um, has a limb chopped off. Uh, and that, at this point, Wisp enters with Stanley, and she's, they are introduced to Bog, who is the, um, Rogahara character. Mm. Um... The, uh, uh, they cut off the limb and they put the limb into the machine however it only makes a small amount of pattern mm. so obviously it's a, it's a quantity of quality study 
Yeah. Although, as we just find out later, it's not actually quantity of quality, it's quality of quantity. Yeah. And, but, uh, the, the, the problem is that the, the, their, um, the uh, borders that they have are not clean borders, so they need clean borders. So that's where Stan and Zev come into it. Mm. And Stanley wants to help, but they, t- uh, but they take him to Carl's uh, grave. But he, they find that he's gone because Carl's been aw- has been awakened by the worm things. Mm-hmm. So they head off to Lex to collect a few of the divine predecessors. I'm so glad. I was like, oh, thank you, God, they're getting rid of those brains now. <laughs> <laughs> There's only three episodes in, they're finally getting rid of brains, because those brains aren't been doing anything. <laughs> oh, but they only took a few, there are a lot of brains left. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You see, later on they get pulled back again, I thought. Yeah. Really, do the brains need to be in the ship to make the ship fly? No, so why are they there? Put <laughs> convenience! Exactly. Um. So, so Zev's been turn up because Kai's been working by the green worm things. Um, he's not alive enough for them to possess him. Yeah. Uh, but as I said Zev's been captured. However, she's been ca- but she's also but she's been found by some other people as well. So um, Sne- uh, uh, Sneak who captured her. Has no lost her. Mm. But uh, Snake wants her back because, quote, well, I need Patton. Mm. Let me get to see what actually happens when you don't get Patton. You basically get eaten alive. Yeah. Inside out. Yeah. Which is a horrible way to go. And it reminded me of the um, earworm scene from episode, uh, movie two. Uh, uh, the Star Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, the so poor. Uh, I got his name here. Poor snake is now dead. Poor poor guy. Mm. He and, didn't deserve it. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> and um, yeah, two. Uh, they, they he's found by two of the morons, and they chop off his body. And Zev, who is still tied up, looks on in horror. Mm. Meanwhile, at, back outside, Kai is wandering around looking for the for his colleagues, and uh, he picks it up, and he he tries he, he worm things uh, hisses at him, but does not try to empty his body because the worm is not interested in him because he's dead already. Convenient. Mm. Uh, Kai comes across a little hole and finds an old recording machine. And then he watches a, a plot recap video. Yeah. Which fills in the backstory. Yeah. In a, once again, a, cl- a clumsy way. It seemed almost a bit, little bit too late, a little too late. But it allows the actress in question to play the different side of the character that we haven't seen. Yeah. Sure. But it's, t- it's, it's, it's telling your audience, and you should never do that. You should show, you know. Yeah. And then catches him walking in and watching him watching it all with Wisp. To which he kills, and Wisp appears again, if you can. Okay. Uh, the thing is with this, char- this character, she, she's a, you know, she says, do, do, you, do you desire me, a kind of thing to, to these yeah. characters. And she's got a snake inside her, and it's like you could be developing the Zeph character, and 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 you just got this one this one episode character to come in. And it's pr- pretty much the same sort of idea, Paul. You know, mm. yeah, it's just a waste. Yeah. So, um, so I said, as you said, we got the big put convenience. Uh, Wisp wanders in. Wisp. Uh, and tries to seduce Kai. Kai doesn't. It doesn't work on Kai, and she kills Wisp and all the worm things fall out of her stomach. And, she had it coming. <laughs> yeah. Then we see Wisp again, crawling at the air duct. Yeah, and I called that really early on when Zeph got sort of 
copied on the floor. Uh-huh, yeah. In like, one of the earlier scenes, you knew there was going to be a clowning element to it all. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, um, nearby in the room where they make pattern, they're trying to make uh, pattern at the decapitated remains of Snake uh, and uh, the uh, and Zev and the mid- and 790. I got one of the few laughs I actually had in this episode, and I'm going to leave for the quotes. In this oh, episode. I know the meaning, what you're meaning. I know what you're meaning. <laughs> That's the only laugh I got. Uh, I'll let you have that one. And it's just like, really, we're going to have our main female character once again in peril. Second episode in. Is this going to be every single week? We're going to have her nearly chopped up to pieces just to have her saved at the last minute. Yes. Well, this well, she, this she got out of by her own accord this time. Yeah, true, but you know, by stepping, you know, you no, know, for the people. That, no, so she gets thrown into the machine, and she was able to stop the machine by set, putting seven ninety into the into the cogs. Yeah, which is cool and all, but it's just like seriously, we've seen this once before. Is this all you can give us? Is this is this the Daphne of every episode? Yeah. No offense to actress, but please, no, I hope they don't do this every week, or this is just gonna. Be so predictable from a series that seems so good. <laughs> mm. um, but um, and basically, uh, they uh, the Ruger Hero appears, and he, he complains that why they put her with the, with a with a snake, and he demands that she get, comes out immediately, and Zevra's released. And Kylie comes knocking at the door. Yeah. Sort of Avon knocking. Avon knocking. <laughs> and they chop his head off. Yeah. As Jonathan pointed out last week, or last time we recorded, the guy that's always dead seems to be getting killed off on a lot of the lot, so you just sort of think, oh, he's not dead again. He's not dead again because yeah. he's going to get himself back together again, so... Again, we seem to be recycling a lot, and we're only three episodes in. Yeah. So, um... So... Jonathan actually fallen into sleep, or is he just so depressed by the plot? I've been freeze-dried. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, what's quite in- what's quite interesting is that um, Roger Harris seems to be regaining some of his uh, humanity. Then Wisp uh, t- comes in and stops that. Mm. Um, but they get seven. But they get seven into the machine as well, and they start putting the brains into the machine. And you hear him screaming as he falls in. He's like. Okay. Yeah. How far are you in if this is concerned by now? Because as John, John, we've got the hour. Yeah, got the hour. So it's like, seriously, you need to stop now. Just yeah. wrap up the story. Move on. It's not working. It's not interesting. Mm. It's not working. Just move on. Yeah. And that's what I meant when, when I said it's slow. This is when it really started to just drag it. Yeah. Like, Do something. Mm-hmm. Um. Do, 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 do. Um. So basically, um, uh, my, no- my notes are all over the place. I know they are. 
I have to be honest with you, right? I, I, notes are starting to go as slow as the plot of this episode now, Shane. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I apologize. I have to be honest with you, you know, I am like you, that I am not a huge fan of this episode myself, so I put this, the rewatch, off as long as I possibly could. <laughs> so I only watched this myself about two and a half hours ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Roger Hera picks up Kai's head, and they suggest they make more pattern by uh, putting Kai and Zev together. Uh, but Kai's deprecated head starts speaking. Now, I noticed that at first it wasn't on green screen because it wasn't moving, but that's yeah. not bad model. They didn't do no. too bad a, yeah. a model there. And then obviously when it talks, it's green screen footage, which is okay, well, good enough. No, that model was really well realised. It didn't look like it looked like it was been modeled very well. But how could he be speaking if he wasn't attached to his lungs? Because it's convenient to the plot. Yeah. How how could pretty much everything about his existence take place? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this pro blood stuff's pretty amazing, whatever it is. Even though it gives you ten days. Um... That's before we get on to how can the brains just live pretty much unattached to anything yeah. as doing dishes. I mean, you know. We well, the brains probably have proto blood, so. <laughs> they probably do, yeah. Yeah. Um... Did that make it the, the, that girl in the most recent Doctor Who episode had proto blood as well? Maybe that's what he injected her with, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so after that conversation, he drops uh, Kai's head onto the floor and asks Whiskey if he can go to the hole. Whiskey gives her permission and all everyone follows, chanting hole, hole, hole. All I wanted to say was plot, plot, plot. Yes. In words of hole. Uh, Whiskey meanwhile picks up Kai's head uh, while Kai uh, gets up off the floor. And shoots his own head, shoots his hook into his head, and grabs it back and puts his head back on. Very clever shot. Yeah. Yeah, we hide the fact that he's got a head into the last minute. So I, I, I appreciate because there's not a lot to appreciate in this episode. <coughs> yes. I appreciate the little things where they can you can see that there's there is love there. It's just. Yeah. The story doesn't support it. Um, yeah. And they have a bit of a conf- confrontation. And Wisp goes away. And Kai shoots Wisp in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And her head rolls down the hallway into a large gaping hole. Which explains the later scene. Yeah. <coughs> basically all the worm type things start puking up all the pattern down the hole. Yeah. Of course, once you've done that... They all start dying. Yep. Bye-bye. Yep. And I didn't particularly care for any of them dying. They, they, they all die. Uh, apart from the only person who isn't around the whole is Stan. Hmm. I think that's because Stan was only newly infected. Yeah. And, uh, but everyone dies. Uh, Kai instructs Zev to take Stanley back to the Lex. Where he kills the queen. Now this is uh, this is about the point where I'd actually turn the episode off because um, I didn't actually get through this in one sitting. Okay. Um, so maybe that's just an, uh, uh, a reason why I kind of enjoyed the rest of it when I did turn back on because I'd uh, a bit of a breather. <laughs> but, um, okay. But this is now we're about fifteen minutes from the end now and. Uh, at least the music now and the pacing started to sort of ramp up to the finale. Mm. As they start to solve all the plot problems they put into an episode, yeah. didn't really need the plot problems in it. Just like... Yeah. So Kai uh, goes to the bubbling mess at the bottom of the hole. He's te- seizing mess. Bye, to- Kai. <laughs> yes. Kai. It sees the mess turn into a big huge Zev. 
And you, yeah, I mean, it was pretty basic, uh, basic the way it was done. But I, I just, yeah. I just like the idea of it being a giant version of the characters. Yeah. yeah. Attack of the fifty foot woman. Yeah. That's what yeah. I felt like. It's yeah. straight away. It's like, okay. Then kills that Zevin, Zev, and then all of a sudden it's Wisp, and Wisp is even bigger. Yeah, uh, but Kai kills the fifty-foot um, Zev, and then um, that sinks back into bubbling mess, and a big Wisp f- uh, surfaces and walks off. Mm-hmm. While back on the ship. Um, Sky attempts to leave the planet without Kai. When Seb p- protests, he gives her a vicious kick to the face. Mm. And it's quite clear that Stan's still got the worm in there. And I'm like, thank you, you've got about ten minutes left of this episode now. You need to get that worm out of his head, otherwise you've got a problem for next episode. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. So Zev, so Stan goes to the bridge, and what and takes off, um, and with the fifty-foot wisp uh, sees the Lex taking off and hooks herself, to, hooks herself to the ship. Well, that looked pretty spectacular. Mm. And then Kai follows using his wrist gadget. Yeah, he's Batman at this point, basically. Yeah. And extends her fingers into the tentacles, around the racks, and opens her maze to butt the racks. Then she insects and extends her tongue into the bulkhead, and while Lex goes up into the orbit and blows the ship up, the pieces of the exploding planet fly out, and one large um, peach flies close enough to the racks to knock the head off the big wisp, and the big whisk is no more. Mm. I had the impression that the, the Lex actually blew up the planet just so there would be a piece of planet that he could then aim for to knock her off. Yeah, because he was mm. going, ow, ow, yeah. it hurts, Dan, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's got like his almost self-preservation. We've already seen him disobey orders to go get food, so it's kind of nice that the ship will self-preservate most of the time. Yeah. And then, um, where am I going? And then they, they, they're able to get the worm outside the, um, at the back of Stan. And it's all happily ever after, so to speak. And then. And Stan finally gets his meal. Right in the face. <laughs> Even Which though. Is good, a good enough tag. Even though, why, why is Kai still awake at this point? Well, he's got to eat before he Because he's hungry. <laughs> Can't but, go to sleep on his empty stomach. But Kai's dead. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, meal, meals are social things sometimes. <laughs> okay. Especially if you just killed a giant uh, snake woman thing. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, there was like maybe 20 minutes of, of ship time at the start of the episode yeah. that I kind of enjoyed the, the world of before the episode totally nosedived. I think we struggled to get through that in comment, really. Yeah. And I think the finale, the finale was decent enough in that it ramped up uh, its pace towards the end. But if, if I give it sort of 20 minutes at the start and 15 minutes at the end that I enjoyed, I'm looking forward to when Lex becomes a shorter show. Yes. Because it felt like you could have cut this in half, basically. It did seem like we've got to play for time here. Here's a lot of badding. And none of it was interesting. It was like old Doctor Who, where it's all running around in corridors. This was like just running around on the garbage world, and it didn't really come to much at the end of it. And Everything that did take place was a cliche that I've seen in some other film. Somewhere. Yeah. Play an advert for more cheerier things. I think. I think we better. I think we better take. I think we better take a break. And we'll be back. Can we have an advert for Guinness at this point? <laughs> I think we might do. 
Hi, I'm Nukchas, the host of Nutty Bites. And hi, I'm Tech, Nutty's regular guest. Or antagonist. Our podcast is like a call-in show where geeks get to debate topics about speculative fiction. We don't really debate. Sure we do. We debate topics such as lame superpowers, the best villains, and our favorite apocalypses. We more like rant, rave, and then have massive nerd rages. People call in from all over the world, sometimes minor celebrities, and we've even had some supervillains show up. Do you ever notice that you never have any superheroes or good guys? I'm a good guy. Compared to what? Antagonist. Not really a guest. Nutty Bites. Nimlast.org. So, welcome back. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed that lovely little ad for something which I'm going to be editing in post. What? Well, he forgets actually to put an advert there, and you've just got silence for the last five minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we'll start off with quotes. And as Gareth, you're currently on my Skype screen, you can go first. Oh, it, it, I have to do this. It's, it, she's going, uh, seven night, screaming, Seb, 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 Seb. And then he falls in between her legs and goes, I'm the happiest man, I'm the happiest thing alive. It's like, yep, of course you are. <laughs> That's my quote. Uh, and then Jonathan? Yeah, I've got one from very early on in the episode uh, where uh, I was still paying attention. And um, it's just uh, where Stan's kind of not very happy about the plan to go to this planet and, and bury uh, Kai. And he just goes, can't we just bury him out in space? <laughs> Completely unoblivious to the fact that that's impossible, surely. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Kinsey? Um, yeah, mine was when the robot head said, Boxes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they clearly wanted everyone to be quoting, Everything Dies. Yes. As if it was some cool thing to say and be really profound throughout the episode, but none of us did. Yes. And I'm gonna, con- I'm gonna say, well, is he dead? He's been dead for 2,000 years. No, not alive dead. I mean, dead, dead. <laughs> yes, actually, everybody's dead, Dave. Yes. <laughs> uh, anybody, anybody got any more? No. I've, I've got an interesting fact. Okay, uh, take it, please. That I picked up from online, which is that uh, Stanley Tweedle, or Brian Downey, as he's, yeah, his yeah, name is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He will actually uh, join Rutger Her again uh, in Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, yeah, because Rutger Hauer plays Hobo. Yeah, correct, yeah. Uh, so it'll be a... Brian Downey will be playing the bad guy to uh, Robert... Uh, uh, Rutger Her's uh, lead character, at least. I don't know whether he's a good guy in that film or not, but uh, it's, that's the spin-off from the Tarantino Rodriguez Grindhouse double bill where they did lots of fake trailers. And oh, then they, okay, cool. And then they ended up making movies of the fake trailers. Oh, cool. So their paths will cross again in 2011. Cool, I, I didn't actually know that myself, so yay on the old uh, thing there. Um, uh, so we'll go on to... Um, uh, ratings and Jonathan I, I let you go first <laughs> it's clear it's clearly it's clearly the same sort of graph that I was on describing really because I, I really would have been giving this episode uh, you know a 7 or an 8 again like, yeah. like when I started off yeah and it just nosedived and it probably went off the scale I mean I'd give this minus if I could <laughs> Uh, but purely for that middle section, you know, it started well and it ended okay, so I'll give it a one. Oh, okay, uh, and I say, uh, Kinsey. Um, let's see. Well, I like this a bit better than I liked uh, the last one, actually. Okay. Uh, do you remember what I gave the last one? Uh, I think you I think you gave it something like a four or five. Really? That, uh, okay. Well, I'll give this one uh, one higher than I gave last week, so I'll give this a five or a six. Um, okay. And I felt, I, I, it's like people have been saying, you know, it was, it was too long. Um, I mean, they did something interesting, which was they kept you guessing. Uh, every time a new clue was revealed, you know, it always led you to a false conclusion, and it was only really revealed at the end. So that was kind of interesting. And it, it's kind of interesting that these snakes in the brain, that they, that, you know, these people appear to be addicted to this substance, but actually they themselves are not 
ingesting it. They're feeding it to the snakes, and then the snakes are giving them some sort of brain drug. That was an interesting twist. Um, uh, yeah, and I also I also found interesting the part uh, where I guess we kind of skipped over it. What was the name of that that uh, German woman who did a lot of porn? Wint? Wint? Uh, Wist? 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 Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that after Kai um, watched the exposition video that then uh, she arrived, but then a second one arrived, and so you were left thinking, wow, is this... Um, so the one that arrived now, was that the original astronaut, not the astronaut, the inhabitant, whatever, the original human uh, who was uh, copied, and she's still alive because she's wearing different clothing, um, and then she's not, and then, you know, so it just, it just kept... Uh, pulling you along like that, which I thought was interesting. I didn't think it worked. It went so long, that, and, and there were so many twists that after a while I didn't really care what the answer was, but it was okay. Okay, and then it falls to me. And I'm going <laughs> to have to agree with Jonathan here. <laughs> that's that's two for, two for yeah, go on. <laughs> and yes, it is incredibly weak. I have been looking at online reviews myself of the um well, since we while we've been recording to see if anyone actually agreed with us, but I can't seem to find one that agreed with us. Every single online review I've been finding is saying this is amazing. Well there you go, there's your shocker for the intro cast, you see. We didn't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it's still score yet. <laughs> Come on, Shane. Uh yes, I've just I've re- uh, I've I just want to, just a random one here that I'm just reading at the moment. Uh, says, quote, I have to give this a good, the 36,926 out of 10. I think there's a bit of sarcasm there. Now, apparently, according to this review, he absolutely loves it. What does he say he liked? Uh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, Pick a couple. I, I have to read, it's quite a long review, so I'm gonna have to, um, where he dislikes, there's no shower scenes. <laughs> well, that is an improvement, I suppose. <laughs> no, we know he disliked the fact there was no shower scenes. Oh, he disliked that. Okay. Yes. Uh, what else is there? Because it's obviously a, it's obviously a male. Um, um, uh, obviously, um, let's look. I'm just trying to I'm trying I'm trying to pick stuff out here. It's a very very long review. Sorry. Okay. I can order the standing post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, likes um, likes uh, Wisp quite quite quite. Uh, I think she he's falling in love with the, with the character. Ah. Uh, um. Yeah. This guy sounds superficial. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like shower scenes and women. Mm. Yeah. Uh, doesn't doesn't like Kai, <laughs> the hero of the piece. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, okay. This this is what he says about the um um <laughs> uh, when Seven Ninety's head falls in 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 um in onto the egg, Zev's uh, yep. legs here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then's right in between Zev's legs. Some robots had guess all the luck. <laughs> I'm glad somebody trusted me. <laughs> yes. I just love Seven Night because it's quite clear it's a sex part, so it's gonna be not moment like that. Yes. Anyway, so you, your scores, <laughs> So most my, my score, my score is I'm gonna have to go for four. <sighs> so that leaves me. Yes, yes it does. Well, I want to open up with a quote, and it's not from, and not, and it's not a quote from this episode. But to quote the great Dave Meltzer, this is negative five stars. <laughs> this, I've seen some bad things in my life, as we were talking about through the break. I've seen bad, really terribly bad movies, and I can enjoy a good bad movie. This episode was an absolute chore to get through. And I hope and pray that the series gets it together 
and gets it done right. And so I am literally I'm going to leave it. I'm not even going to give it an arbitrary score value. I'm just going to say it is terrible. It is negative. It's going <laughs> minus five stars. As minus big, five stars. As the great Dave Meltzer says, this episode has been pulled out of my neck like a brain snake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I needed about 14 nut brain snakes to even try to even cope with this episode. I'll be, I am going to be glad when we get to shorter episodes. This was padded. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. When I, when I first watched the series, I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the movies until much later, but when the series was first on, there were two two times when I felt exactly that way in the series. When I just decided, okay, that's it. Lex has completely jumped the shark. I can't stand to watch another episode. I'm just going to give up on it. And then, like several weeks later, I catch a new episode on TV, just going through the channels, and and something interesting would be going on. So I watched it, and so it, it drew me back in. And then I started watching it again. And then it happened again. And then, you know, a few weeks later, I got back into it. Um, so I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> And uh, you'll probably feel that way again later on. But Alex has enough good episodes to, to redeem itself eventually. That makes it sound like this intro to the cast will be a rough ride, but uh, rewarding at some points, yeah. I mean, I that's, can accept... I, as, as John pointed out, we can accept a padding episode, but as we know, it's only four episodes in this series. We just come, They've just come back from a break, and this is what you give them? Wrong step. Yeah. Anyway, what's yeah. the next episode called? Next episode is... It's called Return of the Snakes. I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Return of the Snakes. Ah! I'm out of here. <laughs> it's called Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, sorry. I couldn't resist that when I do apologise. It is called The Giga Shadow. Well, there's only one shadow. There's only one shadow, so... And since we know this is the end of the first series, we know who's coming back. It sounds like but... you might have a lot more brains. Yeah. And it, it looks like we're gonna... It's gonna be... It's gonna be... His divine shadow is gonna come back. So, I reckon it's gonna be... The divine shadow comes back, causes something to happen, that he's gonna get to be about 60 foot tall since we know how to do that special effect and they defeat him somehow there we go interesting yeah it's, it's definitely the return of the divine shadow but um, bigger and badder and I, I think I think you might have more brains because we keep getting more and more brains each episode anyway but G- Giga sounds a bit like Gigabyte to me so I think it could be something to do with that okay Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yo, I bet you're wondering why we haven't read any feedback this episode because we haven't received any. Boo. As I said before, does anybody want to be associated to this episode? <laughs> Not even our regular feedbacker <laughs> come yes. in for this episode. <laughs> well, that's true. Even though, Anthony James, I am looking at you, kid. <laughs> Um, so yes, but if you do want to leave us any feedback, it is Lex Introcast, and you can always email us at at Lex at gmail dot com. That's Lex Introcast at gmail dot com. And if you, and also you can find us on Facebook. Just look for Lexicon Lex Introcast. Uh, has anybody got anything else to say before we say goodbye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really? You just want to get you just want to get out of here and just forget what? about this awful episode. Bye, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, me. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with uh, the Giga Shadow. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye.